out of the box. Out of the box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Bertabez on FBI. Hello, welcome to Out of the Box. My name is Nick Hollins. I'm filling in uh, this week and I have uh, Stuart Rogers here from Sydney Festival, the uh, music programmer, the man who's bringing you many fine things this summer. Stuart, how's it going? Let's hope so. Very well. Nice to be here. And uh, Stuart's brought in a whole selection of songs that mean uh, a lot to him for various reasons. We're going to be talking about that over the next hour and I'm going to throw right now to Sweet Jane from the Velvet Underground. And uh, we're going to take it from there. Yep, the full-length version. You're here on FBI Radio 94.5. <laughs> Standing on the corner Suitcase in my hand Jackson's corset, Jane is in her vest And me, I'm in a rock and roll band huh. Riding the studs back at Jim You know, those were different times all, all the poets, they studied rules of verse And those ladies, they rolled their eyes
Sweet Jane, The Velvet Underground. You're listening to Out of the Box. Uh, my name is Nick Stewart here from Sydney Festival. And he'll be presenting a whole hour worth of songs that mean a great deal to him. And uh, Stuart, what can you tell us about your connection to that particular track? Well, for, <clears throat> for me, it's um, the, sometimes the most interesting thing about um, music is how you come across it. And... Uh, I think I was I was 19. I was backpacking around um, the South Island of New Zealand, and ended up spending a few days travelling with a um, British girl, and she had this remarkable mixtape that was made by a friend of hers, and uh, it contained that song. But uh, over the next few years, I think I lost the tape. But uh, I kind of reflected that I probably picked up, you know, the albums of every every artist. Um, on that on that tape, it was kind of a real crucial, um, kind of pivotal moment in kind of my musical kind of education. And uh, the the thing about that song uh, for me is that I knew the Velvet Underground and Nico album, and I also, you know, it was the early '90s, and I kind of knew um, Lou Reed's New York, New York, and I knew Lou Reed as this curmudgeonly kind of talking singer. Um, and that version of that song, you know, he really, he's, he's singing. It's in a really enthusiastic way. Uh, and it just kind of really kind of flipped the, the Velvet Underground for me. Sure. And uh, what can you uh, tell our listeners about this next track that you've brought in from an artist uh, called Nusrat? Yeah, Nusrat Fatale Khan uh, is a Kuali singer um, who I'd not come across before uh, I was doing um, a radio show on um, 2SER and uh, Massive Attack came to town in, I think it was maybe 94 or 95. And um, they, I just kind of thought, well, I'd really like to interview that band. Blue Lines was, and to this day, is my favourite album uh, of all time. I think it's a, a masterpiece. Uh, and, you know, for sheer luck, uh, you know, I, I was allowed to interview them. And I pulled... Uh, 3D aside and just kind of said to him you know of your work to date is there a song that you know really stands out for you um, that you're really kind of proud of and he said well actually um, it's it's not one of our songs it's a, a remix that we've just done um, you know for Nusrat Fatali Khan um, and he just said you know by far that's the most the thing that I'm proudest of of anything that I've done and I can't imagine topping that so that made me really interested you know what is this track and um you know, you'll hear it, and it's really not dated. And that's that, that's the, the thing about Massive Attack in the 90s, I think, um, is that they were so ahead of the curve and coming out of the wild bunch in Bristol in the 80s, you know, they had to come correct in terms of productions, in terms of fashion. That's what they kind of talked about. It's, um, you know, th- there can't be no laziness uh, when, when doing crucial music. Fantastic. 
Let's hear that right now. You're here on FBI. Out of the box.
love your car, you could say... There's got to be some sanity somewhere. If FBI is your alternative, become a supporter now and keep us on your dial. We're listener-funded and not-for-profit. Give our volunteers a call now on 833-22945 or head to fbiradio.com slash drivefbi. This is Senor Beck. I've just ridden in my bicycle. I've got my helmet strapped on because these sounds abound. These sounds are ripping. FBI FM in Swing in Sydney. Word up, Bronte Beach. And that's uh, an ancient FBI ID produced uh, by Stuart Rogers during your time uh, making radio over in Utah, I believe. Yeah, I I was involved in um, test broadcasts at FBI in the in the 90s before moving to the States. And uh, before going to New York, I spent a couple of years in Utah, which was, you know, it's obviously a bizarre place, but it was an interesting kind of time. And uh, I did a drive-time radio show on KRCL, which is the, the biggest community station there. And uh, I was a, obviously a fan of Beck and once again just kind of threw my hat in to see if I could do an interview when he was in town on the Midnight Vultures tour. Um, had a bit of a chat to him. And, uh, yeah, I just, it, it was 2000, um, so FBI was still doing its te- test broadcast, but I thought, why not get a, why not get a, uh, a station ID? Because uh, Beck had, you know, has had, you know, quite a storied time in Australia before, and, you know, I, I think he got Bondi and Bronte mixed up, Bronte Beach, but, um, but yeah, he, he knows a lot of people down here and had some good times down here. Um uh, what's the next track uh, that you're keen to play on the show today? Yeah, it's by Caetano Veloso. Um, and this is another one that uh, was uh, a, a song that was kind of, uh, that was uh, kind of, in, in a way, kind of given to me by, by someone. And, and it, it happened to be Beck. Uh, when, I was, when, I, when I kind of met him to do the interview, he was looking really tired. I had a bunch of questions that I wanted to kind of ask him. and But I, I could tell he wasn't, you know, wasn't really kind of engaged in that way, and I thought, well, what's the best way to engage an artist? And it's to talk about music they're passionate about. And I knew that he'd played with uh, the Brazilian singer Caetano Veloso, who I was a big fan of, um, just a, a few weeks previously in in LA. Uh, and so, you know, I just said, look, you know, tell us tell us about Kate, you know how he came to play with Caetano, he said, well, look, you know, I've always on my albums, you know, whether it be Tropicalia or Deadweight, I've always tried to kind of do something in a kind of Brazilian vein. But um, there's, he said, there's this song, um, Maria Britannia, which is um, the name of Caetano's sister. And it's a song that, it's a song letter that Caetano wrote to his sister um, in 1971 when he was exiled in London. Um, he as part of the Tropicalia movement, he was he was kind of seen as resisting the military junta, so he was kicked out of the country. And this album that he released called London, London in 1971 uh, was his first in English. And so, you know, he's, he's kind of, you know, singing to, to Maria about his experiences there. And it's great, you know, when you when you talk to artists and, and they really get into kind of telling you stories about this thing. And I just remember him just kind of going, oh, that song, it's, it's just my favourite song. Yeah, and uh, it's... Yeah, it's it's really something. It's another one that I I had not heard. Uh, I'd been into Caetano's kind of 
earlier kind of Tropicalia stuff and some of his kind of later stuff, but I, I didn't know of this album. And it's became a fast favourite. Fantastic. Let's hear that now. Everybody knows that our cities were built to be destroyed Everybody knows that our cities were built to be destroyed You get annoyed, you buy a flat, you hide behind the mat But I know she was born to do everything wrong with all of that but I know she was born to do everything wrong with all of that Maria Bethania Please send me a letter I wish to know things Are getting better, 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 Bethania Please send me a letter I wish to know things are getting better She has given her soul to the devil But the devil gave his soul to God She has given her soul to the devil But the devil gave his soul to God Before the flood, after the blood before you can see She has given her soul to the devil And bought her flat by the sea She has given her soul to the devil And bought her flat by the sea Maria Bethania Please send me a letter I wish to know things are getting better, 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 Bethania Please send me a letter I wish to know things Are getting better Everybody knows that it's so hard to dig and get to the root Everybody knows that it's so hard to dig and get to the root You eat the fruit, you go ahead, you wake up on your bed But I love her face cause it has nothing to do with all I've said But I love her face cause it has nothing to do with all I've said Maria Bethania Please send me a letter I wish to know things Are getting better, 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 Bethania Please send me a letter 
I wish to know things are getting better. You're here on Out of the Box. My name is Nick Hollins. I'm filling in uh, this week for Ash, who is away, and Stuart Rogers from the Sydney Festival is in. He's the man behind programming uh, what's going to be light, lightening up uh, your coming summer. And the next track uh, that Stuart's brought in is Mercy Mercy by Don Cavey, uh, which he came across in quite a curious way. Yeah, once again, <clears throat> I was in... Uh I was in Utah, and um, I was doing a radio show on KRCL, uh, Drive Time Radio Show, and I got a call, for, you know, a random call from a listener who just said, "Do you do DJ out?" And I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I play some, you know, I play here and there, you know," and um, 
she said, are you discreet? And I said, well, yeah, if you want me to be, sure. And she said, because I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I'm, you know, Mick Jagger has got a production company called Jagged Films and we've got a Sundance premiere of this this film with Kate Blanchett, you know, and we're, we're going to have an after, you know, an after event for that. So if you want to come and DJ at that, and I thought, oh, sure. I thought it's a pity it's not Keith Richards because at that stage, 2000, I just kind of thought, this guy's clapped out, like, you know, all right. And so I, I went, to, I had a mate who worked at a local record store who had an incredible um, kind of taste in music. And I thought, you know, it's a cocktail party, so I'm just going to play background music. But it'd be good to kind of bring something to the table that, that's in some way interesting. I thought, this guy's going to know something interesting because I've got nothing. Yeah. So I went out to chat to him at the, at the store and kind of told him, and, you know, he commiserated, yeah, well, you got you got the wrong Rolling Stone. And um, he said, but but listen to this, and he put this Don Covey tune on, Mercy Mercy. He said the Stones covered it on their first album in 64, <clears throat> and um, have a listen. And it became immediately apparent that Mick Jagger had stolen his whole vocal intonation from Don Covey. And um, so I thought, well, that's that's kind of interesting. So, you know, went along to the event, played some tunes and thought, you know, I'll try, find a moment to kind of put this on. And um, various, you know, interesting people came in, um, Kyle McLaughlin, Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks. I was a mad fan of that yeah, right. that series. I was just like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, then I just about an hour, and I thought, I'm going to put on the tune. I'll, you know, I'll be happy if I if I get some kind of nod of the head or recognition. Put on the tune, and Jagger. It was it was it was kind of like Elaine from Seinfeld, you know, doing that kind of full body heave. He just started doing this kind of weird dance, which was really strange. And so the the, the, the kind of sicker fans around him started kind of dancing as well i'm just like this is really strange so and then i just kind of thought well i'm not really i'm really thought to kind of bring music to dj i've just brought background music what am i going to play so the the song that's going to follow um mercy mercy is uh bam bam by sister nancy which is um jamaican song on the starlight rhythm and because i knew that that the stones had done a bunch of or jagger had been interested in jamaican music in the in the 70s um so we'll play those back to back, but um, have a listen to, to to the voice in Mercy Mercy, and um, oh, the, the 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 funny thing that happened was that the the the, uh, the party organizer said to me when she booked me, don't play any Stones. I said, well, I'm not Koch. So when I put it on, she looked like she was going to kill me, but of course it wasn't uh, it wasn't the Stones. <laughs> You're hearing out of the box. See what you think. Album of the week. Since the earliest demos, Sydney Five Piece.
You're here on Out of the Box, FBI Radio. My name is uh, Nick Hollins. I'm filling in this week. You've just heard Bam Bam by Sister Nancy. And before that was Mercy Mercy by Don Cavey. Uh, it's Drive FBI time at the moment. And if you'd like to support such great things as this show that's currently happening, call in 833-22-945. Lots of great uh, prizes to win and none greater than supporting FBI Radio and all of the wonderful music that we play constantly uh i've got stuart rogers in today from sydney festival and uh he's providing all the music today on the show including this next track street life by crusaders which has a special significance for him upon arriving in new york for the first time where he lived for many years stuart yeah i um when i first got to new york i, I you know uh had kind of heard a lot about the roller skating jam in central park so in the summer of 2001, you know, the first thing I, I did was head down there. And I remember first track that I heard going through the big sound system and, you know, the skaters dressed up in their crazy kind of outfits and going nuts uh, was the album version <clears throat> of Street Life, uh, which starts off, you know, great Randy Crawford vocal, but it's kind of, you know, the production's kind of a bit cheesy at the start. And But, uh, you know, I, I, I love the track. Um, and it was just great hearing in that context. At the time, I didn't know who it was, but I knew the track. But I remember a few years later um, seeing a 12-inch version uh, at a friend's record store, um, this special full-length US disco mix, and I kind of thought, well, I've got to check that out. The album version's about 12 minutes, but this was this has you know, been under eight minutes, and I thought, well, I wonder what they've done with that. But you know, I think that um, by the late 70s, they'd really kind of perfected the, the uh, extended kind of 12-inch mix, not only uh, in terms of the kind of production quality, you know, the way they kind of cut it, it was so much louder, but also just kind of editing the best bits of, of the song, and um, I think this is a prime example of that. And we've got this one coming to you guys on vinyl, as it happens. <laughs>
You're here on Out of the Box. My name is Nick Collins. That was Street Life by the Crusaders. Uh, Stuart, the uh, music auteur of the Sydney Festival this year, uh, is in the studio with me. And um, we're going to keep it rolling so we can fit in the next couple of tracks. And um, this one we're about to play was another... Is this right, Stuart, that was uh, kind of a track passed on to you by a friend of yours kind of thing? Yeah, I, I, um, a good friend of mine uh, is a is an A and R guy in New York, and um, has, has a crazy amount of energy. And um, pretty much five or six nights a week, he would go and see six or seven shows in a night. He'd get in his car in Brooklyn, and he knew everyone <clears throat> on the doors, you know, at Mercury Lounge, you know, all the kind of right venues to see up and coming bands. So two or three nights a week, I'd just kind of jump on that ride and you know, go and see a lot of music. <clears throat> and um, I remember we ended up one night at a, um, at a, at a studio in, um, in Dumbo. It was a um, recording studio. Uh, and th- um, th- this guy was playing some amazing music, really great um, kind of um, fallback speakers. Um, and, you know, late, late night, I was, I was pretty half cut. And I remember this this track spinning away by Brian Eno and John Cale coming on, and that you know I found out later the track came out in 1990, um, but there was just something about this this song that um, it's got this kind of high life guitar, it's got this kind of electronic thing going on. I know that um, Eno and Cale had you know been friends you know going back to the Velvet Underground days, but um, they'd never collaborated. I think this was with their first collaboration, and uh, it's interesting that. Brian Eno and David Byrne actually did a, a song called Strange Overtones um, on their second collaboration in 2008, which is pretty much an update of Spinning Away. Um, if there was enough time, I'd, I'd play that, but we're, we're going to um, play a, a local track um, to go out. But um, Spinning Away, I think, is one of my favourite you know, records of all time. Great. Let's, uh, let's do that. Out of the box.
spinning away. Brian Eno, John Cale, uh, Stuart Rogers from Sydney Festival, who's been in on Out of the Box uh, this week. My name is Nick Hollins, the temporary host uh, for this week. And uh, as me and Stuart have been uh, talking about just off mic, that um, after being living overseas in the States for many years and only just uh, getting back into Australia a few months ago to program for the Sydney Festival, uh, you've been a little out of uh, key with what's been going on in Australian music, uh, but you're getting caught up. Yeah, I, you know, I was away for 15 years. Uh, I've got some, you know, I've been coming back, you know, um, visiting family over that time. So, I've, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hip to a bit of stuff that's going on, but, you know, it's just nothing like being here and actually just being deeply imbued in, in the scene and, and going out. Um, but it was interesting because uh, Alicia Kish, who um, I understand was... Uh, on the show a couple of weeks ago yeah. um, who's written fantastic copy for the um, Sydney Festival brochure um, she was in the office um, just recently and I was t- just saying to her what you know what's really you know the top of the Australian notch for you right now and she said oh she's was big into Mikey Young she th- said he's he's got a real thing going on total control of course um, but um, put out Lace Curtain and um, who's Who's Mikey and also um, David West from Rap, Rap Patrol? Sure, I yeah. think yeah. Uh, and um, they've, they've, I think their first EP came out on um, DFA. Um, last couple of EPs have come out on Mexican Summer, so they're getting getting a, a good rap overseas. And I, um, I just think it's interesting coming, you know, those guys coming from a more DIY kind of punk kind of background going into this fantastic kind of electronic spot mm. um great vocals and the productions are amazing um so yeah i'm digging this track great uh it's called falling by lace curtain um it's gonna be the last one we hear this week Stuart, want to uh, thank you so much for coming on the show thanks for the opportunity it's been great being here absolutely uh you're here on fbi radio this is lace curtain and be sure to keep an eye out uh for the imminent announcement of the sydney festival lineup uh for the coming summer yep october 23rd you're on fbi 94.5